Hello, everybody. What's up? This is Kevin Reed's Unintentional with Jamie Pierce. Hello. Oh, Jamie Pierce. You look better than ever. Oh, my gosh. Stop. Did you just have your eyes done? I did. That's why I'm blinking furiously. They look nice. I need my my glaucoma cataract glasses. (laughs) I think this is going to be... My Jackie O's. It's true. I think this is going to be an exciting episode. Mm. I think our best yet. It's going to get better and better, but I do think this is going to be our best yet. That's a high bar. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> well, that's true. It's like a mid, mid, mid-level mid bar. Yeah. No, but I do think it's going to be good because there are a lot of exciting things to talk about. And we've already interviewed, and it'll come up later, uh, Eliseo Roman of On Your Feet, the uh, Gloria Stefan and her husband musical. That's <laughs> what so you have to say. And that, is a, that is a command, not a request, <laughs> right? The yeah. title of the show. It is, yes. It's kind of like when Jeb was running for president with the exclamation point. Mm-hmm. That was a command. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Nobody really did what he said. It's not a question mark on your feet. So hopefully it's not. Yeah. It's not that. So on your feet. Um, so yeah, there was a lot. Of, the interview was interesting. Actually, uh, we talked about we talked about my man crushes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I can't tell you why I don't want to make love to men. But if I were going to make love to a man, I'm, I, I said either Ray Liotta or Matt Bomer. And we, we validated your choices. <laughs> we said that was fine. You did, but I think you were being sarcastic. No, I think those are fine choices. They're um, not completely, uh, you know, they're not completely random. <laughs> No, they're not. If you had said like George Foreman or something like that, that would have been that would have been peculiar. That would have been odd. I mean, Ray, Ray Liotta may not be as hot in his career as he once was. Yeah, but he's got a sexy grill, that George Foreman, though. Yes, he does. So you mean, you mean um, in front of his car? <laughs> yes, exactly. He's got the rims and the grill. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's pretty loud outside this room again. Our fans are always around. Yeah, but they can't. Busting down the door. The, the listeners can't hear it, so it's fine. Well, if they, they, whether they can hear it or not, it's exciting. If but they hear the fans, great. No need to comment on things that may, I will, may or may not be a factor no. See? in the listening experience. No need, but I do. Uh, but there's a you lot. do a lot of things that you don't need to do. <laughs> I know. I know it. Oh, what else? God. Um, I have a lot of uh, political stuff to talk about today. I think more than usual. Um... Uh, but first, um, but first, a word from our sponsor. <laughs> no, I. Who's sponsoring us these days? Um, on your feet. On the your feet. Musical. The musical. <laughs> I, you know, I think they would deny that right away. So we shouldn't even. That, that now there's a lawsuit pending. <laughs> I did get. You gave them free advertising to the three people listening. It's, it's fine. True. Fine. I was really excited. I listened to our first episode. Because I edited it too. But I listened to it after it was edited and everything. It's it's exciting. It was good. I burnt an onion. Mm. That's how excited... When I get excited, I burn onions. Mm, it happens. Um, yeah, so I, we'll get right to it. You know, some good things have happened in the past couple weeks, by the way. You had a bisectomy? <laughs> I had a bisectomy. And I did, I did save some... Uh, um, Sperm. Um, okay. But it's still it's still alive. Oh. I put it in my freezer. 
Okay. Because I don't know if I'm going to want a kid. Just don't mistake it for, like, tapioca pudding. You know, <laughs> ew, that's disgusting. My dad actually once, I think, drank breast milk out of the refrigerator. He thought it was regular milk. Hmm. I don't that's know. also disgusting. That's yeah. more disgusting, I think. I don't know why it would be sitting in a glass in the refrigerator. Something to contemplate. Something to contemplate. There have been some sad things, you know, because my mom said... She said that it's sad that she knows what my grandma is wearing in her grave because she pictures what she's wearing and it makes her cry. I didn't really know what to say to that. What would you say to that? Um, did she pick out the outfit, your mother? Yeah, probably. She probably did. Then she has no one to blame but herself. I know. For me, it's actually similar to phone sex. I picture what the other person is wearing, and by the end of the conversation, I'm crying too. It is very similar. I just thought of that now, by the way. That mm. wasn't like a premeditated joke. Mm. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm if there were, then I'd be, <laughs> I'd be concerned. I'm just, I'm driving. That's the best you could come up with. <laughs> with time to prepare. Oh, it is. It's the best. But I will say that something incredible happened over the past, uh, this was about a week and a half ago. Um, the Georgia governor, who's a Republican... He vetoed a discrimination bill that would have allowed discrimination against gays based on religious belief. Yeah, thanks to the NFL and Roger Goodell saying he was going to take the Super Bowl away from him. No, was that the Georgia one? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I'm not giving him that much credit, the governor, because it's all these I mean, a lot of a lot of companies and organizations threatened to remove business, but that was the real clincher from what I understand, that the NFL is saying that they would take away the Super Bowl from Atlanta... Yeah, well... And that seemed to be what pushed the governor over the edge to make the decision. Money. So thank money, you. Money, money, money. The money. first time Roger Goodell's done something good. Yeah. People like money in their state. There's a similar thing going on, too. Roger Goodell likes money in his pocket, so... <laughs> Isn't there... There's no such thing, too, as um, concussions. I think Roger Goodell said. I'm pretty sure he would agree with that as well, yes. <laughs> No, I don't think he said that. I can't totally lie. He didn't say that. I didn't say he said it. I said he would probably agree with that statement. Oh. It's very different. I don't agree with the statement. Good. But nobody asked you, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, so, um, somebody, by the way, okay, I, I, you know, I always like getting to the God thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, you devil. You ever see that movie? With George Burns? Yeah. I did not. Yep. I remember that. How do you know with George Burns? Well, I'm aware of the movie. It doesn't mean that I've seen it. You know what song is in that movie? Uh, that old got devil moon? The right here. The name is Paul Revere. Fugue for Tinghorns. Fugue. Fugue. for Tinghorns. That's the first place Fugue? I... <laughs> that's the first place I heard that uh, song. I hadn't heard... I didn't even know that was in a show. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Okay. There's some contemporary references for you. I just want to talk about what pisses me off about God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're so you're so very detached today. I feel like. Oh no! I'm just I'm I'm contemplating all of these deep thoughts. I mean, God. I know. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta Super Bowl. <laughs> these are big topics. They are. What else am I supposed to talk about? No, go please. Okay. What what pisses you off about God? I could just keep on telling phone sex jokes. No, please, <laughs> go on. Um, what phone, pisses you off about God? Phone sex, though, I'm going to go, I will talk about God in a second. 
phone sex is so like you know it's like it's like watch it's like looking at a, a well not a Playboy magazine because they don't have nudity anymore but you know what I mean it's like looking at uh, I don't know what you mean it's like phone sex is like looking at a nudie magazine why it's not exciting anymore you know looking I don't at think nudie phone magazine, sex is phone... really that big of a thing anymore that's my point then why, why are we would, talking about it? Because I want to know why anybody would do that. I don't think they you, are. When you could just FaceTime. Can we move on? <laughs> why? Why does this... Uh, because this is not a relevant conversation. To who? I want to hear... I think... I think I, you're... Okay, I'll talk about God. God is much more of a interesting... Fine, I'll talk about I mean, God. I doubt it will be interesting, but it's, I, I'm intrigued to hear more. <laughs> about the God part? So, um, no, you know, so she said, she, she had a post on Facebook about, and it's very sad, it's a horrible thing, her mom... Who? I can put a God? say her name. No, but this is the whole But God you didn't part. give any context for it. We're, we're moving, you wanted me to move on You said phone. she had a post on Facebook. You mean, the one I had phone sex with. Just uh, kidding, no. This is part of the God story. But yeah, but introduce it a little bit more, uh, get some background. <laughs> okay, God. Anyway, underline... So this is the God story. So this girl on Facebook... Thank you. That's all you needed to say. <laughs> God underline. This girl on Facebook... Uh-huh. She, um... So she said something about how her mom has cancer and might die. Um, but God, yada, 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 yada. Blah, blah, blah. That's, that's, how, that's how I read it. I'm paraphrasing. Um, it gives her... You know, like, God gives her things... And now she 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 got this gig working on this. She got uh, so working on some gig, and she's like, "So even when you have the bad, the good's here too." And I'm like, "Okay, you're saying that your mom has cancer, but God has given you a gig." Which I'm just telling you how it sounded. The post was like it evened out the fact that her mom had cancer. She was getting a gig. For one thing, I hate the idea of you know. God, if you have, if you're going to talk about the good, I think you have to blame the bad for that stuff too. But it was just mm. a weird, strange post, and that was jumbled. I admit it. Look me in the eyes. That was jumbled. I feel but. the same way about sports teams that think that pray for a win. I, I think yeah. that's also as equally absurd. It is absurd when they do the kissing and. That and they really part. believe they'll get a touchdown and they'll look up at Jesus and they'll be like, "You, Jesus, are the reason." Well. I think I think that it's a bigger... I scored relative more points relative to the other team. Right. As if as if Jesus what you know had money on the game. Maybe Jesus did. He was maybe, a but I think that he that I think that corrupts a lot of our concepts of who Jesus <laughs> is. No, I actually I agree with you. I think it's absurd. I think it's arrogant and obnoxious. Actually, is what I think it is because it's basically almost saying like, well, I'm praying harder than you're praying, and my prayer is answered while yours is. Yes. And it goes along with a lot of other things. That has to do with the sports team winning. Like, well, God was on our side. So what? God wasn't on the other team's side? There are a lot of people on the other side who pray as well. And that goes along with somebody who says, whose, whose daughter, for argument's sake, um, gets better. Had some rare disease and gets better. And, uh, you know, the parents say, oh, well, well, you know, we were praying so hard and our daughter was praying so hard and God was really on her side, on our side. Which is so horrifically arrogant and, uh, you know, there are plenty of people who, for one thing, you shouldn't have to pray um, for a child to get better. Um, 
but for I mean obviously one hopes etc etc but um, you uh, I just slightly lost my train of thought it's the same as when these women or not women exclusively but women primarily will talk about how the universe is guiding them and and you know this is this is meant to be or or karmatic type situations and I think what about the girl who like in another country who just wants to like walk to school without getting like raped and murdered <laughs> like what, yeah. what what is the universe saying to that girl oh I mean how is that universe guiding her in Afghanistan there are husbands that's, that are cutting off their wives noses literally cutting yeah. off their nose yeah for me it would be an advantage our white privilege get rid of a little bit of my Junos excuse Yes, but I think you'd be like have there be a scalpel and there'd be anesthetic. Yes, yeah, anesthetic's important. It's a different situation. Yeah, it's a typical situation in this typical world. Too many choices. Well, I, you know what that is? Oh, no, that's my impression of Dave Matthews. Oh, that's excellent. That's she excellent. wakes up in the morning. Is he a Jew? He looks very waspy to me. I don't know if he is. Doesn't he seem... I do an impression of George W. Bush, and it's the same impression of of my southern Jack Nicholson. They're both very bad impressions, and they sound exactly alike. Okay. So my George W. Bush is, Hi, I'm George W. Bush. And then, and I do it in the eyebrows. You can't see my eyebrows now. You can. They can. Let me see. Well, no, then my Jack Nicholson is just uh, this. I'm the, I'm the southern Jack Nicholson. Okay. This is my they have very similar eyebrow. Uh, no, it's not the eyebrows. I'm saying the eyebrows go with Jack Nicholson. They don't go with George W. Bush. Yeah, they do because he kind of he kind of uh, furrows. I guess he does fur. He does furrow. This is true, and he should burrow. <laughs> He's, he should burrow along with the furrow. He should. He, he should we wouldn't have to worry about him in his. I was in uh, Texas recently, Dallas. And there are a lot of things named after him there. Oh, so oh yeah. I, I had to confront his name every t- at every turn. I'm going to talk about something disgusting and having to do with balls. But it's only because this was in Texas. So I was in, in Texas doing something. And there was this guy. I was in the locker room. And there's sort of a very... Uh, I'm... I'm blanket statement about like sort of places in Texas. I realize everybody's different. There are good and bad people everywhere. But but hey. And um but down in Texas, uh, I was down there, I was in at Houston and I was in the locker room at the at the gym. I was wailing on my pecs. <laughs> and um don't sigh like that. Just waiting to get to the point. And uh, yeah, but the journey is what's what is that expression? It's not about the destination. Yep. It's about the journey. Yes. Boom. Don't stop believing. Is that that song? Journey. Oh, I see. That was clever. Go on. <laughs> so, um, I went to the urinal, and I my urinal was past his, and I passed him, and I kid you, I've never seen anything like this. I don't know if at one point in his life he tied 20-pound weight, weights around his scrotum. Scrotum. But it was down, I mean, swinging between his knees, like like a 72-year-old Weimaraner. And how old was he? He was a 72-year-old Weimaraner. There you go. No, how old was he? He wasn't that old. He, he looked like he was probably in his late 40s. Mm. But I've never seen it. I mean, what probably three balls. 
I don't know what he does. Often, frequently, daily. My always friends, didn't believe exclusively. Me. They were exclusively. Hey, come check out exclusively free balls. I mean, he could have had hangy balls to begin with, and then the lack of support over the years just made them hang. Uh, I think he was doing something to those bad boys, and the people, my friends, yeah, came. Could, to, they were there, and because they didn't think I was. They could not believe I was telling the truth. They thought it was exaggerating. I can't Me. believe you. I can't believe you have friends. <laughs> no. Me exaggerating. You <laughs> having friends. <laughs> Me having friends. And um, yeah, it was unbelievable. They were huge. <laughs> I'm going to move on from that because I'm feeling a little uncomfortable right now. Likewise. <laughs> um, so there's lots of stuff going on too that hasn't gotten much... It's got a little bit of press, but very, very little. And it's shocking to me because I think they're huge, huge issues. So uh, Donald Trump, he, he, uh, a week or two ago, named his uh, national security advisors um, that, you know, who he said he's getting his information from. And right. Some of them said they hadn't even spoken to him. Hadn't spoken to him. So here are my national security advisors. How do you get nice advice to? Yeah. How do you get advice from people that you haven't spoken to? Something tells me that he doesn't take advice. <laughs> well, well, no, you're wrong, actually, because something he recently said was, um, you know, my, my biggest advisor, the person I listen to most is me. Right. <laughs> so he takes a lot of advice from himself. Right. Um, from the voices in his head. Yeah. It's crazy, though. So And so he hasn't spoken to... Uh, some of them and some and others people haven't even heard of. I mean, a national security advisor, if they have any kind of clout at all, presumably they've been heard of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is a huge. These are such huge stories. I, I mean, just this think is a national security. It's a compound thing. I mean, everything that happens out of that campaign is just so ridiculous and absurd that it, we just stop listening after a while. I, I guess mean, we stopped listening. Uh, well, too. I, I, but I just don't think that in anything's nothing is shocking anymore. So, as absurd as that concept is, uh, I did. It, it's par for the course. I mean, it's consistent with what we've seen so far. So, I guess. I guess. I guess. Yeah, there's so many things that bother me that aren't spoken about, especially by the. <laughs> wait, what does Sarah Palin say? The lamestream media, or whatever she says. Yeah, but, I think that's what she said. You know, in a way, it is lamestream, and, and in part because actually, if they were talking about a lot of the issues properly, I think uh, they'd be a lot, the right would be a lot more upset about it. For instance, one of the things that, well, entitlements are going to ruin the country. Oh, just today, today or yesterday, actually, there was an article in the Just Something Interesting, I think it was yesterday, about um, age and the people that there's a huge uh, uh, life expectancy discrepancy. Oh, that sounds good. Between the rich and the poor. So the wealthy live a lot more. No shit. Yeah, right, exactly. And they were saying that in, um, uh, they didn't use the term liberal, but basically in cities where there are better social programs, uh, like New York City and like like LA, and there is a very small discrepancy in life expectancy of the rich and the poor. Which is interesting okay. because because that's sort of like the and this was what Alan Grayson said uh, um, 
a couple years ago on the floor when they were talking about more more than a couple years ago now, but when they were talking about um, health, the health care, you know, getting the health care law through, mm-hmm. he said the Republicans, the Republicans' plan is if you get sick, die and die quickly. So it's sort of like the idea. You mean of, if you're poor. Well, no. So related. So he said this years ago. He didn't say if you're poor. He just said, well, you don't have health insurance. So if you get sick, just die and die quickly. So those without health insurance. Right. Okay. So I mean, which would suggest the poor. Sure. Yes. Or it would right. not suggest well, the not rich just, is better right. way of putting it. It wouldn't necessarily suggest the poor because especially before the Affordable Care Act, there were plenty of middle class who couldn't afford it's health true. insurance. I guess what I meant to say was it excludes the wealthy. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, um, it's just, uh, so the, the, the whole thing with the entitlements are going to ruin the country. And what is unbelievable is that the uh, most of money lost in our economy is due to white collar fraud. So the idea that entitlements are going to ruin the country mm-hmm. um, I know. is insane. It is, and it's just scare tactics from people with power and money. But this is this, these are things that the media doesn't they don't talk about because they're sort I of not allowed. Some of the media does just perhaps uh, like again lame stream. Perhaps the louder voices aren't talking because they're they're trying to they're trying to stay as neutral as possible. Some of right. them, some of them versus the other ones that are extremely biased who are going to just underline a message that already exists. But look at the show like. Have you have you seen Vice? No, because you don't watch TV. Or... I watch TV. I'm really into the catch <laughs> with Muriel Enos as a private investigator. Who Vice is has very very bold liquid eyeliner. Vice is basically I'm really the, into it. It's basically the same thing. Liquid um, eyeliner. Yeah. Who wears it? No, it's a, it's an investigative news show, and it deals it, it so it's investigative news deals with various issues whether it has to do with. Uh, uh, the meat industry, which the uh, vice is, that's what turned me. Uh, that's I had been thinking about it, but it's what turned me veg, or pesk, if you will, atarian. Um, and uh, they are, you would think, or one might say, they're liberal issues, right? Because they deal, they have stuff on climate change, but that shouldn't be a liberal issue. That's not a liberal issue. I mean, science. I guess now science, well, science is a liberal issue It's now, a liberal so. issue in the sense that some of the people who are against it have a stake in it not being uh, something that we address because it would negatively affect their bottom line. So it is a liberal issue in that sense. Uh, yeah. Especially right. for old rich Republicans who are going to die long before it, we actually feel the... before they're going to have to sacrifice as a result of... Climate change. You know what I'm upset about, and it does make me. I just, I just saw it. Gets my guest has followed me back yet on Twitter while you talk. <laughs> Go ahead. No, um, that, yeah, you just. I, I, I was about to say something amazing. He has not followed me back yet. What is he doing? I don't know. But you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to unfollow. Uh, well, first, let us talk about because. We interviewed the guest, but it's gonna come on after the segment. So and I made a deal with him. Sense. I made a deal with him. A follow for follow. Go on. Continue. I made a follow for follow deal with our guest, and he has not followed through on his follow deal. Right. Well, to be clearer, I can't. I'm now making you more clear because that was <laughs> very unclear. I think I was really the clear. I think I made perfect sense. 
Jamie said to Eliseo, I will only follow you. I only follow people on Twitter if they follow me. So I will follow you, but you have to there follow me. There are terms me. and conditions to that statement, but generally, yes. That's basically talking, what you're I'm saying. I'm talking about my people that I know, people that I'm uh, colleagues, peeps. acquaintances, professional associations. You know, I, I, I'm thinking about this just because you guys are men. <laughs> I don't know. Who are men? Uh, no, I'm just thinking of another story right now that's completely unrelated, but my it does have to do with men because it was my dad's You mean you weren't fraternity. hanging on every word I was saying? So unlike you. <laughs> I Go know. ahead. So my father, I always thought he was in a cool... Um, I, I love that slide. We got incidental music now. It's my like that. We kill your brother. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we hit West Side Series. Oh, I find another. Oh, my God. Listen to those world artists. Are they amazing? <laughs> Good work. <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll get a new segment of the population. Hey! No, that's racist. America! Oh, whoa! Hey, hey now. That's I mean, I'm saying, I'm just interpreting well, the spirit of West Side Story. We were saying Natalie Wood, who played that role, was not even Didn't Latino. Sondheim get cri- uh, criticized for having racist lyrics? Probably. For, for the song America. Probably. Hamilton just got criticized. There was an article in the New York Times about it saying basically Hamilton was also a douchebag and... He he, had douchebaggery qualities to him. They said he was like more... He was closer to the one percent... Wait. Which percentage? The one percent? The 99. No, because they weren't talking about that kind of percentage. They were talking about back then. He was much more pro-slavery or not as much anti-slavery... As he wasn't the abolitionist that they claim him to be in the show. Yes. Okay. And I think one of the issues with that is this. I think we have to, you know, a lot of people were like, well, it's a show, you know, it's entertainment, blah, blah, blah. And this is true. And it has to I have a point that. of view. It has to have a bias. Yes, right. Yes. And I think that's fine, too. The only issue to me when I think, and I read this article and I would have to read it again. I kind of skimmed through it. But um, that's how I got through my senior year in high school, I just skimmed through everything. I hated reading. I like it. I like it much now. I like it much. But anyway... I like skim milk. Oh, well, you know, I have almond milk myself. Mm. But they, the problem is, is that people do look at it as a fact, as a piece of... They look at the show as a piece of history, as a factual piece of history. So you do have... They do market the show. Yes, but they're obviously suspending some disbelief considering the way that it's cast and presented. Well, yeah, well, hopefully, as long as schools talk about it properly. So, in other words, if they're, they're, they do market the show also towards students. And hopefully those students are going in with the understanding of this is a piece of theater and it may have bias and it may have which it should be point because, of view. because whenever you're creating art you have a point of view one of the things you, you can't be completely objective even if you're making a documentary you have to it's always going to be subjective because the, they're just artistic choices that are made by the filmmakers or the creative team whatever it is that are going to influence the way in which you observe it yeah, that was so well that was much more well said than you've ever said anything I couldn't even follow it ever? Yeah, ever. In the history of your speech You might follow for follow yeah. uh, explanation. No, but something with the whole ethnic thing. Now, this is a, a bigger thing, uh, a, a, a little bit of a different issue, but one of the things that it also talks about is that having, uh, and I'm going to misstate what the article's saying. My strength is misstating. You're going to paraphrase. But um, 
I got the idea by what I read and what it was saying was that because it uses different ethnicities, it actually negates how awful some of these white men were and sort of negates that, um, uh, you know, older white men, hierarchy, historical, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I think, though... No, I know what you're saying. In, in its defense, and somebody else said this, and I, I don't disagree with them necessarily, um, I haven't given it much thought. I try to give things as little thought as possible. But That is consistent <laughs> with your brand. Yes. Thank you. But he said that, um, I mean, there is also, the show has its purpose for using different ethnicities in what the show is trying to, uh, um, you know, put forth. Yes. Agreed. I mean, it has its reasons for using... Yes. I think all the, the choices they made are very intentional. Yeah. I think that's what makes it successful as a piece of art. So... The end! The end. Um, we're nearing the end here. I had other... Thank God it's that, really hot in here. And I would like to escape. There were a couple of things I wanted to talk about. But today was actually going to be, you know... Uh, it's funny. You know what happened today? Is it? Is it funny? It's hilarious. Here's what happened today. Let's see if he's following me back. Usually, I don't... <laughs> I see if he's following you. Um, usually, uh, I don't struggle to find political things to talk about. But I get so wrapped up into <laughs> my weird, twisted, sexual world... Or just other things. Not necessarily sex, but just other things. No, no, no. I mean, on the program, we talk about lots of different things. Right. Today, I had so much. It was basically all little political things here and there. Things I didn't get to talk about today. But you didn't get to any of them? Here was just a headline I found. Amazing. Trump healthcare ideas bewilder Republican experts. I thought that was hilarious. Can I say it again? Trump healthcare ideas. Ideas bewilder Republican experts. <laughs> I mean, all of his ideas bewilder, bewilder everyone. many demographics. But the point is, I had all these other things that... All these other very serious political things to talk about. I just about. feel like Trump is... This has got to be a practical joke that's being pulled on the American people. I like, don't, this can't really be happening. Well, I don't know what I want more. Uh, and we do, we are going to wrap up in a moment. But I just want to... I want to say this. I don't know what I want more. I don't think... I don't know if it would be better to go... For the Republicans to go to a, a brokered convention... Uh, where Trump has slightly under the number of delegates he needs. And because uh, it could play out in so many different ways... If, for argument's sake, they, um, they they don't nominate Trump, then maybe Trump would run his third party, and that would probably help Democrats. But mm. maybe Trump is so, as they called him, a zombie candidate, so far beyond repair that they'd get killed anyway. I just don't know what the the best uh, what the best option would be for the Democrats. Take him out and shoot him. Take Madame Prosciutto. Yes. Yes. Take some prosciutto. <laughs> 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 just chop it up and put it in your Cobb salad oh. instead of bacon. Cobb salad. Just it, salad. it elevates it. Yeah, oh. it just takes it to the next level. Bacon, how I miss you. Over just, five weeks is a veg. Just suggest whatever. Anyway, um, thank you all uh, for listening you to are a pesky this vegetarian. Hour. That's for sure. Segment number one. I am one too of this episode. Um, we love you. We care for you, and we're bringing in our guest, Alisao Roman. This is going to be exciting. What a guy. Yeah, he doesn't follow you back, though, so... Soft-spoken. Yeah, I say we're bringing him in. I should say that we're... 
we're playing our interview. He is a, he, he is delightful. He is a delightful. We have a lot of delights. Individual. Yeah. I, I I thoroughly enjoy him. He thoroughly enjoys you. Boom! Coming right back with Elisea Roman. Welcome. Thank you. Jamie welcomes you also. Welcome. Thank you, Jamie. Thank <laughs> you for being here. No, the pleasure is truly mine. Delightful to see you. Thank you, likewise. It's nice to have you. Well, someone must. Ah. <laughs> and it's good. after this, you, someone must have you? Yes. I've tried. So. <laughs> I've known you. <laughs> I have known you for a long time now. We have known each other for a long time. I've known you pre-gym, pre Eliseo. Pre-gym, pre-life, pre-everything. Pre-life? Pre-life, Eliseo. I mean... We've kind of met each other when I first got to the city. That's true. When, actually, when we first met, I think you and I were both like up-and-comers, and then you kept on coming, and I finished. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well. <laughs> true. You've made this so awkward. <laughs> and we're only 30 seconds And we're only 30 seconds in. Seconds in. Which but feels no. nice. But, um, but yes, actually, I have pressed forward, and as have you. And thrived. Look where we are now. You've and thrived. Up. But it's true, actually. I didn't know you pre, like pre, pre gym for sure, because you're in a very different. You you've been you've had you had a lot of posts on the Facebook. I have been. You were I heavier. Been, I was much heavier, and um, this is and what I people want to know. Well, you know, as everybody you know who's heavy goes back and forth. You start out. When I got to the city, I was small, and then I got heavier. When I wasn't happy, then I got thinner. Mm-hmm. When I was working, then I got heavier. When I wasn't working, and what I and got then to life say, changes. And, I just stayed the same. Better. You stayed. The, you have yeah. stayed the same. Actually, you I stayed the same. And life got worse. <laughs> <laughs> life may have gotten worse, but you look better than ever. Thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. it. See, I've been good using, things happen to those who wait. I've been using. <laughs> I've been using a lot of facial cream and taking steroids. Oh, that's good. So you, you should think about steroids. You don't have to work out as much. No, you thanks. I pass. Um, so you are currently on your feet. I am. You have a show tonight. I do have a show tonight. Very soon this evening. I hope you make it. Um, this, I, I, I'm sure I will. The interview might last a long time. Well, I'm sure that you and Jamie will be able to finish it up. You're very soft-spoken. Well, <laughs> I am soft-spoken. Great. He's, he's, um, he's delicate. So tell us about the show. About what you're doing. Well, you haven't seen it, have you? <laughs> no. Have you, I Jamie? I, I no, I exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, ladies and gentlemen out there, they will be coming to see it shortly after this podcast. I'm That's sure. true. You have the tickets for Otherwise, us, right? there will be you, another you podcast the, discussing this further. You got us the tickets? <laughs> um, well, you know, you've been on Broadway before. You know how tickets come and go, and they come and they don't ever get anywhere. Go to so. www.onyourfeet.com. I just made that or up. Just go that, to that, you know, on your... Um, on your feet, the musical, on, I bet. On your feet, the musical, or maybe the online lottery... Tuesdays are great days to get on that online lottery yeah, it's and Tuesday. get a ticket. So maybe you should get on the computer right There's now. There's an online lottery for shows? For lots of shows. I can't believe, now we're telling the millions of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should definitely You no longer have to mail in for tickets. <laughs> or stand outside. Except for maybe for Hamilton. There are some shows. 800 people <laughs> waiting for Hamilton, which I totally get. <laughs> so... Yeah, so tell us about show. it anyway. Tell us about the show. Um, the show is great. Um, it's basically the story... Um, of Gloria and Emilio Estefan, who's basically superstardom started from when they were very young back in Cuba, and how they met, and also um, how they kind of conquered the pop market um, and crossed over, and 
it basically tells the story of their life and how they've been able to overcome a lot of barriers that were set against them when they got here. And, and you play setbacks, I imagine. Um, many, many yeah. personal You play setbacks. her father, right? I do. I play Gloria's father. Um, I would... There are a few uh, flashbacks that take her to when she was younger, and that's when I appear in, in the show, as well as uh, play several other characters throughout the I've never played... Uh, have I ever played... A, yes, I have played a father before, but in real life, I play a daddy. Do you play daddy? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't. didn't think you played daddy. He doesn't play daddy, trust me. Um, Jamie, Jamie, you're just shaking your head. No, no, please, go on. Continue. <laughs> this is, this um, but yeah, so the show's great, and we have a good time, and um, it's 99% Latino cast, and... Um, one person who isn't, who just might as well be because he's incredible. But he can't sit with you a lot, um, right? He actually sits across from me for once. Oh, nice. Yes, he's actually. You're very best. inclusive. Well, we do try, you know, <laughs> since, you know, we rarely have those opportunities. But he's wonderful. You know, Lee Zaret. He's incredible and we love him. So it's pretty fun. Cool. You'll get to see that when we both come to see the show soon. I know. Online, we're advertising for another whatever it is, online lottery. I'm just mm-hmm. going to Google online. Google, you know, Broadway shows, online lottery. I just think it's crazy because having Jewish blood, you would have thought I would have already known about that. Well, this is always a surprise for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised you actually don't know about it. There's actually several shows who have online lotteries right now. It's it's, it's pretty kind of the big thing. You don't even have to step out of your house. To get on that lottery and get a ticket. Pardon me, you just have to get And then there's... Today's ticks. There's TKTS. There's a plethora of. Pretty those, but are you on those? Some of them are, yeah. I think most shows are. Right well, now. it's kind of a slow season. So time to see it. Um, time to see a little on your feet. Yeah, lots of shows to see. I'm gonna get up and dance. Right? While everybody else does. Do they? Yeah, absolutely. Am I allowed to do it at the inopportune times? I think you can do it any time <laughs> you would like. You know, right. I mean, you may be escorting away, but I'm sure it will work just fine. It won't be the first time. No. <laughs> so that's cool. So before, so you've worked on a lot of different interesting projects. You, I think you probably like made your mark initially with um, In the Heights. In the Heights was, yeah, my first Broadway show. So that was a big, um, that was a big experience, you know. Oh, that's right. I have to be close. Because you're soft spoken. You're very soft spoken. And he's keeping right. a healthy distance from you, which I think is wise. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You notice that? Yes, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody should keep a short distance. What? This one. First of all, that's never Arms length is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's never happened before. <laughs> well, <laughs> other than the restraining orders. It's the last midnight. Um, um, but no, and the height was great. It was great fun. Um, it was, you know... Brad Lynn Manuel Miranda, who also has written Hamilton, another, his second huge, you know, show. My, my friend just saw him on a, a show, on a show, I, I feel like it was like a Law and Order episode or something weird. That he saw who? Uh, Miranda. He might have been, he's done several times. Yeah, they're just like a weird old thing where oh, really? that you would never somebody, suspect to yeah, see somebody again. Yeah. yeah, probably a rerun or something, but he's done a lot of television. I just saw an ex-girlfriend on uh, Blue Buds last night and I, I cried <laughs> inside. Why? I miss her. No, I don't, I don't really actually. <laughs> she's a little crazy. But she was on the... You know who you are. <laughs> Back to our guest. Oh, oh, yeah, yes. Um, he has I, a I'm gift just... for taking every question and making it about him. It's yeah. amazing. It's what, my strong What is the name of the show called? <laughs> yeah. What is the name of this project? Elisea Roman is here. Oh, That's the name of it. We're renaming it. We're renaming it as of today. 
You're going to be uh, such a successful guest that we're just going to have you on every all the time. time until it's just you. Until, well, it's just you talking to the mic. <laughs> it's just me talking and to the mic. And we stay home. And everyone <laughs> is, you know, quietly listening mm-hmm. to me. It would have to. Right. Because you're quietly spoken. What? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so anyway, um, in the hits was great and we had a great time and, you know, and that has led to other things and... I've been pretty fortunate, actually, since I came to New York. Um, I have only left New York to do work, um, I think, maybe two or three times at tops. Um, and I've been here ever since. That's great. It's so, some stability. Right? Yeah, it is. It is great stability. I'm very fortunate to have been working, whether it be Broadway or Off-Broadway or other projects. Um, and I've been able to stay here. And You're welcome, live. by the way. Actually, Kevin was... Because I took you under my wing. That's I exactly what I was. I was almost suffocated. <laughs> I suffocated almost, but it was okay. <laughs> um, but actually, Kevin and I met early on when we were singing backup, or as we say, as I say, black up, for um, Linda Etter at a That's huge true. concert. Yeah. Um, as, as were several other people that have now become very famous, like Aaron Lazar. Oh, nice. And um, Shoshana Bean. Wonderful. And several other people. So, you know, Linda Etter started all of our careers. That's impressive. She did. Just remember that. Yeah. You know? And you did some amazing things too. I have in my life, yes. Yes, you have. I hold on. Let me uh, lick my eyebrows. What do you? What do you? What would you call that? Licking your eyebrows. Okay. <laughs> I'm not reaching them with my tongue. I'm using my fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> that was actually where that was the first. That was where I learned all those Christmas songs. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We learned all those Christmas songs, and then we ended up going to her concert in, um, what's the name of that? Um, Mohegan Sun? The Mohegan Sun. I did not. Sun. I was not there. You were not that one? I know. It felt like I was, because I was oh. there in your heart. Oh, right. I carried you for years. No, I had a family emergency. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we did that when we had to listen to her sing, you know, that those boots were made for walking. Very nice. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, her big Aldonza number was incredible. Brought down the house, so. Oh, yeah. Her Don Quixote thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's all good. It is all good. What have you been up to, Kevin? Let's turn this table around a little, just for 30 seconds. I don't... That's... Are you sure you want to open that box? (laughs) It takes him long to answer, so I may cut it off before he answers. I just thought it would be fine. Good idea. No, it doesn't. I actually got made fun of recently because they, they couldn't understand. Here, we could talk about this. This is... This is... I... I, I'm the one in the room who likes the ladies, <laughs> but I can talk about, so there's... I like the ladies. I like the leading ladies. Yeah. Well, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so, <laughs> um, I was talking about man crushes, and there's only two I could think of, who, men I find attractive, that like if I had to be with, I'd be with them. One is Matt Bomber. <laughs> yeah. And the other, you know who I always had a crush on a little bit? Who? Ray Liotta. And somebody thought that was very weird. I was being made fun of. Hmm. Well, good choices. Choices are yours. Yeah. I think they're good choices. Choices are yours to be made. If I was going to have a man crush. There's no wrong choices, right? No, Every never. choice is valid. Every choice is a mm-hmm. good choice if mm-hmm. they're made by you. I feel yes. I, I think I think that's, I don't think there's anything In fact, wrong can you make that. choices for all of us? No. Yeah, do you want oh. me to give you some yes, questions? Tell me who my man, who, tell me who my lady crushes are. Your lady crush? Mm-hmm. I think one of your lady crushes uh, should, should be 
Um, I, now I can't. I'm put on pressure. I can't think of one woman. Oh. <laughs> you can't think of one woman. <laughs> you know when somebody says, "What's your favorite movie?" Answer that. And you can't think of it. What's your favorite movie? Down with Love. What's your favorite movie? Pretty Woman. Really? Yeah, it was one of my first favorite ones. Really? It's a good movie. movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. I just didn't know it would be somebody's. I never heard it being like somebody's favorite movie of all time. I'm sure it's plenty of people's favorite movie. It's pretty popular. (laughs) It's not a popular movie. I don't really know. How sad for you. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. I have favorite movies, but there are a whole bunch of them. Well, yeah, we all have several, but the first one that comes to mind, what's your favorite movie? Dark Crystal. That says a lot. It's a good movie. That says a lot, ladies and gentlemen. I thought of The Graduate. The Graduate's a a good... That is legitimate. Great was a great movie. Yeah. I'm going to have sex with Heidi Klum. Can that be my choice? You want to have sex with her? Or she's your... what we're talking about. I didn't say I want to have sex with Brad Gorman. I'm saying if I had to sleep with somebody, like, I feel like I could do it. Oh, okay. I mean, just semantics, but yes. So you could do her? I could... We could cuddle. (laughs) Anybody could cuddle. That's not the point. I would it's, just cuddle and then just kind of stare at her face. Because it's so beautiful. She is beautiful. My, I, just, I just stare at her. Yeah, she's the beautiful. You know what my father said to me? Mm. He said to me, you know the person you want to marry when you can wake up to their face every day. You know, when you wake up, well, you can, but you know, you wake up to their face every day and you're like, and oh, that's okay. a nice face. And it's yeah. okay. That's probably a really nice So I didn't feel like you and I could get married. Ellie said, oh. We could. Because you have a nice face too. Oh, get out of here. Oh, get out. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know, <clears throat> what can I say? <laughs> what can you say? There's nothing to say. So are you, I can only assume that you're voting for Trump. <laughs> wow. So that's where we're going. <laughs> um, no, I'm not voting for Trump. I should think that. A, you're a New York. B, you're a liberal. C, you're a Latino. But there are Latinos that are interested in Trump. I think there are lots of minorities interested in several of these candidates. Some of them I don't understand why, but, you know, you know, whatever floats your boat. Just as long as you vote. Yeah, hey, 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 whatever floats your boat, as long as you vote. Ah! That's very Vince Fontaine. Well, what can I, I say? Like <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know, I encourage people to vote unless they're Republican. <laughs> That's good that advice. That's good advice. That would be good advice. No, we were talking about this on an episode or two ago. <laughs> there have only been an episode or two. But we were talking about this um, of, about in regards to people getting out and voting or people saying, oh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to vote because I'm disenchanted with, for argument's sake, let's say we're going to be Hillary versus Trump. Mm-hmm. I'm disenchanted with both candidates. First of all, m- most people who would not vote like that really hate Trump and as far as Hillary they don't like her or they think she's corrupt or whatever but it's such a ridiculous notion right because they are no matter what you think of the person and even if you are concerned with how or what they will carry out it's still a completely different platform I agree and I think it's actually our civil duty to do so I think that regardless of what you're if you think these candidates are not valid candidates or you're disenchanted with whatever um, section of the platform that they represent, you still have to make a choice, um, a valid choice, because you're part of this community, you're part of this country, you're part of this government. And if you don't, then you really have nothing to stand on. I will say this. 
I don't know who I'm voting for in the primary, and that doesn't mean I'm not going. To, doesn't mean I'm not going to vote, and no, I am leaning towards the Hill. <clears throat> but uh, I, I wouldn't not vote. But I have thought to myself before, like, oh, maybe I won't vote. I'm not going to go through with that. I am going to vote. I'm just saying, well, I don't know who to vote for. And what if I came to the point where... Well, then you'd have to make a decision, just like you'd have to make a decision in lots of things in life where you may not be ready to do it, but you still have to. It's like, it's a good therapy session. That'll be 150 at the end of this hour, right? (laughs) Remember that. we got to get something out of this. (laughs) I thought we were already... I thought we already had to pay you to be on the show. Well, I just haven't said what. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have the number. We have what number? The number of what we need to pay you. Oh, okay. Well, I'll let you know. Maybe he wants to be paid in goods and services. (laughs) That could be it. Maybe I just want you to carry my bag around the city for the next 30 days. You're trying to sweet talk me. It's working. Stop it. I know. You're so easy. (laughs) Is it heavy? That's true. Is it heavy? Are there heavy items? And it, it sometimes oh, it doesn't look too bad. No, it's only one bag, but the other one's yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's like a messenger bag. It's, it's fine. a messenger bag, you know. You can handle it. You can handle it. I have a big rolly bag. I you just could put your messenger bag sense. in my rolly bag. You could, and you're following me around for thirty days. I've got. <laughs> there are worse things. I can do. Yeah. So uh, before we leave here, a couple things. One is what. Tell, so what's the most exciting thing you've done? You already talked about a couple of your projects, but is there anything else that you're involved in or that you're going to be doing um, that we should know about or that you already finished that was awesome that people should know about? Oh, my goodness. That's, that's a hard question. And how do they find you? How do they find They just Google your name and you're there. Do you have a website? I don't have a website. Okay. But you can Google anything now. I'm going to follow you on Twitter there. right now, though. Yes, Twitter. Can I do that? Do you, are you yes, on the Twitter, Twitter and Instagram? Twitterland? Facebook? Uh, yes. Of course. Are you not? You I be, especially have with this podcast, one. We should create one for this podcast. Well, no. There is, we actually, our Facebook page, we have a brand Good. spanking new Facebook page. And what page. is the fa- Facebook page? What's, the, what's it uh, called? It's Kevin Reed's Unintentional with Jamie Pierce. Oh, fantastic. Oh, Just fantastic. the whole thing. Yeah. That's fabulous. Like it. Like yeah. us. We will. Both in person I do. and online. I like you both. <laughs> What's your handle? Um, it's C-H-R-S-E-L-I-S-C-O-1. Yeah, everybody, That's Twitter in away. And, 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 and Twitter land, it's... I'm going to lead up one more time. And t- <laughs> Slowly. Twitter? It's E-L-I-S-E-O New York, N-Y. The problem is, I have a lot... I, I have more to say than 140 characters, always. Oh, I know. I, I have the same problem. I always start typing, 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 and all of a sudden... I, I start, do you have the short I look name? up and it's red. I thought, oh, what, what? Do, you, do you follow... Will you follow me back? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I, I have promise. strict policy. That if you don't... I will only follow if there's a follow back. <laughs> Otherwise, well, I, I follow in five fact, business days. The fact that you're honest and tell me about it, I will definitely do so. Not yeah, our fans, really. of course. I don't follow them back. <laughs> So, um, people should come see you at On Your Feet. Anything else? Should people I come think see you at feet, Everybody should come see. I think everybody should support every show, um, but definitely come see mine. Oh, do you know? Um, do you think people should vote? Here's, you want to know what my, one of my things is? When people yeah. talk about shows and, let's say there's a bad show. I don't... And people, and, and no for argument's sake, let's say there's a show that's not a great show. And, uh, and, pe- and people say, oh, I hope the show runs for a while because... You know, my friend, because people are employed and blah, blah, blah. I actually have a very, see, my view is very different. I agree. I hope something runs for a while, and I hope that people are employed. 
But see, my I, my my thought is that well, no, let the show close because it's a crappy piece, and let something else come in that's going to be powerful in one way or another, whether it's sheer entertainment or wonderful storytelling. Or yes, but it's all subjective. I mean, I've definitely right, of course. fallen in love with shows that people didn't enjoy, but I went to see them more and than you, once, and, you, and, and, you, and, and I love them, them, yes. And, you know, um, you, well, there's no guarantee that the follow-up show that you think is going to be coming in to take its place is going to be that following amazing with amazing storyline and great Sure, I totally... So my sh- point is, is yeah. that every show should have its opportunity in its life as the way it should. And eventually, the new show will come, as they do with every season. If you build I agree. Exactly. If you if, <laughs> if you ask for it, it'll come. If you build it, it'll it'll it happen. will at least have a reading. <laughs> at least somewhere. have a reading, which we will all be part of because we do lots of readings, <laughs> and um, which is all great. That's kind of how it all starts, anyway. So, but it's it's fun. Yeah. But come see on your feet. Um, come see all Broadway shows. Um, I'm working with an organization, Broadway Inspirational Voices, Broadway Inspirational which I'm very proud of. And we are creating some really fun things coming up within the next couple of weeks that you'll start seeing on YouTube and various other um, marketing tools. I think you're invited so to a party once for them. Yeah, I've invited you for several concerts that you have yet to come to one. <laughs> and mind you, I started with B.I.V. in 2000. He has yet to come to one concert. When you what were, about when you were 10 years concerts, old, right? I was not... Nine, nine, nine okay. I'm sorry. I didn't nine, play I'm your age. Right now. So well, we have to both see each other's work. Right. Yeah. Right. So let me know when you're coming. Yours just happens to be more accessible at the moment. <laughs> at the moment, that's all. That's all. And you're, the ones that you've done have been out of town. So well, you're gonna to you're gonna download all these podcasts and listen to them. I will. I will to listen to you speak and touch yourself <laughs> and all those questions and. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. You're crazy. We no, the pleasure is mine. Truly, I enjoy I like that tremendously. Thank you. It is a very good response. And listen to these boys, people. They need help. <laughs> this is true. Um, I've known you. I love you. You look great. Thank you. I Your mole is still as fantastic as ever. Well, you know, you know, the modeling world. <laughs> yes, it's true. Um, wait, that movie failed. What was that movie that just failed? That modeling movie? Zoolander? You know, Zoolander. Didn't the second one come out and I didn't even hear anything about it? It was, it, it was still, I mean, it was, it, it was still kind of big and, you know, it's cult, cult thing. It is. My friend Nathan is in it and he's hysterical. Oh, good. He's fantastic. You hear that, Nathan? You're Nathan hysterical. Lee Graham, you're amazing. He's amazing in anything he does, though, but, so... <clears throat> That's all good. Just like you. What a way to end. Woo-hoo! You're amazing. Um, Love you guys. We'll be seeing your show later. Great. Thanks for asking me to come and play. Elise Roman. That was fun. He was very soft-spoken. He, he, he was. He has to save his voice. His voce. He does. He's going to be singing up a storm. Uh, we need to go see that show. Yes. Lottery. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I need to look that up again. Oh, God, I have so many things to do. How am I going to live life? Keep a list. Keep a to-do list. I know. I'm not, I need to start doing a better job of that. Because then you feel... Put it on your to-do list. I just feel... A to-do list. I feel overwhelmed. And I'm told that if I keep a list, I won't feel overwhelmed. Yes. I think that's good advice. So, I think I need to do that. But um, it's been a fun episode. I'm a puddle on the floor. It is very hot in here. 
I would like to end. That was unresponsive. I would like to end this show so I can. I went in the opposite catch direction. Catch a breeze. I, I started very warm, and now I'm cooled off. I know. I think the transfer, maybe convection. We are convection. Con 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 convulsion. I'm convulsing. He is convulsing. Well, anyway, come back. Stay tuned. Next uh, episode when we find out if Eliseo uh, Roman is following Jamie Pierce on. <laughs> Jamie Pierce NYC on Twitter. Jamie Pierce NYC. Hello. At Jamie Pierce NYC. I guess I Jamie Pierce NYC. I'm sure that that goes without saying. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. It's been a lot of fun. We look forward to seeing you next episode at Kevin Reed's Unintentional with Jamie Pierce. Go check out our Facebook page. It's going to be exciting. We love you, Jamie. You love them. Exciting and new. That was him. Sounded good. All Jamie. aboard. Oh, Jesus. We're expecting oh, okay. you. We're going to, yes. What he's saying. To love boat. Oh, my God. I was going to say, it sounds like a cruise ship song. I didn't even know. You don't know that song? No, I know that part. The love boat part. Oh. But I don't know the other. My mother worked on the love boat. She was, <laughs> a, she was an aerobics instructor in the 80s. Wow. I don't know where to go from there other than that's amazing. She was pretty hot. She is. Hi, Mom. Hook me up. All right, everybody. Thanks again. Enjoy the week and be good. Unintentional. Unintentional. Unintentional.